Dr. Gwen Show, where you come to be inspired, educated, and empowered to live a passionate and effective life on purpose. The number one podcast show for inspiring. This is the podcast where we support you in living your best life ever, even while raising happy, healthy kids. Tired of feeling stuck in a rut with nowhere to turn for resources and advice? We can help. Achieve your best life ever by listening to our podcast show. Introducing the woman who believes it's possible to be totally fulfilled in all circumstances of life. The host of the Dr. Gwen Show, the Dr. Gwen. Hey friends, this is Dr. Gwen. I am very happy that you're able to join me here today. Now, I don't know whatever the day is for you. Maybe it's a Monday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday, a weekend day. Whatever the day is, the information that I am about to share with you, I hope will give you the deepest inspiration, will give you ideas to live your life from, and will give you even ideas to expand yourself and your business. These are Facebook Live events that I've had the privilege of presenting and having interactions with people during the presentation. So sometimes you may hear me referring to them. And also sometimes, as you may be aware, Facebook can be a little wonky and so sometimes the words cut in and out. However, it doesn't detract from the main focus of the conversation. So, my friends, at the end of this, please leave your comment. Please share this information with your friends, your loved ones, your co-workers, whoever you feel this message may be for. More than anything else, it's my desire that this will inspire your heart so you can move forward to live the life that you feel is the best life ever for you. Hey there, everyone. This is Dr. Gwen, and I am back today right on schedule, and I have lost my voice. I wasn't yelling or screaming or anything. But, you know, I've lived in Florida for about 18 years, and I just came back from the conference, CEO Space International. Just an amazing place for entrepreneurs to be. And I'm just feeling very grateful and very thankful for having met all of these wonderful people and to learn all the wonderful things that I have learned meeting with all these entrepreneurs and people who want to make their lives better and people who want to grow their businesses. And I have a few reflections that I want to share with you today. You know, as I was coming back home, some thoughts came to me about just life in general And while I was at the conference, thank you for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. While I was at the conference, I had a few moments where I had to just really pause and deeply reflect introspectively. That is just to go inside and to really examine who I am. You know, why am I showing up here and how am I showing up the way I am? Hi, Jane. It is so wonderful to see you. Yes, I feel I'm living powerfully. (laughs) And as you can hear, I've got a frog in my voice. So my voice is not altogether there. And as I said, I wasn't screaming or yelling or anything. But I think 
Um, having lived in Florida for 18 years, I remembered when I moved away to come to Maryland, one of the things apart from the heat, you can see my hair, like this is like all humidity. <laughs> I feel like I have a helmet on my head. But anyway, you know, <laughs> thanks for the likes. Um, it was really good. And, you know, I mean, the hair, it'll look better tomorrow. I'm not really worried about that. I'm just really glad that I can be here with you today. And as I was saying, one of the things before I left Florida 18 years ago, I, I always found that when August or September came around, my voice got like this. I don't know for what reason, but it just seemed to happen. And this was just all of a sudden this came on and I'm not worried about it. I know it will be gone. I'm sounding a lot better today than I was yesterday and I don't feel sick. And I don't have a fever, and I'm, my energy is not low or anything. But um, I think I'm in a very reflective state of mind, having come back from this conference this week. And I, there are a couple of people that I chatted with, you know, about life in general and about me. And one particular person I spoke with, a gentleman just gave me a lot of things to ponder, a lot of things to ponder. And he's a mentor type figure, you know, mentoring very, very successful people um, in life. And so I thought I would just go up and have a, a chat with him and to find out this thing about intuition. I don't know if you have ever had intuitive insights about things like you know, you get a deep gut sense about something and maybe you paid attention to it and maybe you didn't. Maybe you ignored it. And I did that, I remembered a lot in the past. I would get a lot of insights about things and I would just reason them away and just step completely outside of what my gut told me to do. And I always <laughs> regretted it. I could tell you some stories that, in fact, when, when we were gonna be moving from Florida to Maryland, what happened then was we were looking about like building a house. And you're gonna see how crazy I am, <laughs> but I'm gonna tell it anyway. It's all about vulnerability, I don't care. <laughs> Yes, I don't care. So anyway, um, so we were going to be building this house and we secured a builder. My husband wasn't here at the time. He was in Florida. And I moved, had already moved to Maryland because of the new position I had taken. So I found this builder and I found a model that I liked. My husband kind of trusts my judgment. I'm so grateful for that, too. So anyway, went off uh, to the builder, um, signed the contract, and then there was a deposit. First, there, they didn't require a deposit up front because we were going to, it was almost like buying the lot and then them building the house. You go to the bank, you get the mortgage. The mortgage would be on the lot, and then they would build the house, and then you would take over the payments. So that was how the plan was going to go. 
So actually, I had signed the agreement. I gave them a, a deposit, a down payment. And the woman called me and she says, you know, Gwen, there, I was looking over the paperwork and there was something that we missed. So I'm going to need you to come back in to sign. And I thought, that's pretty odd. You know, my gut told me that this probably shouldn't be something I should be doing, right? So I thought in my mind, oh man, that house, it's so Norton gorgeous. You know, I, I really want to have it. And I thought, well, I'm going to go and sign the paperwork this time. And if she calls me again about anything that's wrong, I know of a certainty that I need to back out of this contract. So I went and signed the contract. And the woman calls me again. There was something wrong. And I thought, well, this is the cue. I need to back out. I started looking at that plan. I had gone through the model of the house. And, you know, at the time when I came, I was renting because I rented because we, we wanted to buy somewhere that we feel we could settle. And I was renting. I really wanted to get out of this rental house. And I really wanted that house, truthfully. <laughs> so I said, wow. I did say if she called me again for another error that I would back out. And I thought, well, I may never get another house like this. You see how we mess up ourselves? So I'm going to just go ahead and go down and sign it. So I signed it again. And believe it or not, I said to myself, okay, for sure, if there is a third error, <laughs> I know I must back out of it. So I went to pick out the lighting and the, uh, the faucets and all of those things that they have you pick when you're building a house. I went and did that. And she called me again with another error. <laughs> Three chances. <laughs> and guess what Gwen did? Yes, <laughs> I reasoned it out again. And I went out and I signed it. So now, here comes this chance now. That they said to us that they're no longer going to be working with that bank that was supposed to issue the, the uh, mortgage for the land. And so we needed to go and make a deposit of $25,000. Okay, so we thought, okay, uh, we can do that. So we wrote the check. And I went and made the deposit of $25,000. Well, now they are supposed to start the house. And I go by there, I work pretty close, so I went by there very often to see when they would start. No house is starting. I'm telling you, months is going now. No house is starting. And then finally, they poured... The foundation, I thought, yes, finally, you know, they're getting this underway. They built up the foundational areas around the house. And I thought, okay, great. We're finally, this is months into it. We're finally getting there, is what my thoughts were. And then I went there and nothing was happening again. It was stalled. And I thought, my goodness, we're supposed to be moving into the house by that date. And the the house has, it's just a plain slab in the ground and nothing else is happening. 
well, that went on for a while. And then I started calling because I became very concerned. They have $25,000 for us. I'm calling. What's going on? Started getting responses and then suddenly nobody's answering. Then I, got, I started to get information about the builder and how there were some people who got three quarters of a million dollars of contract on the land. They had the mortgage on the land. They were now stuck with paying that mortgage and no houses on the land. Three quarter million dollars. Ours would not have been so much had we gone through the bank, but it would have been pretty close. And so these guys were stuck paying mortgage on land, no house. And the house should have been built for that. And I thought, my God, how lucky we are. You know, it's $25,000. That's still a big chunk of money, but it's a way better than almost five, six hundred thousand dollars $600,000. So we went, the, the, all, there was a class action lawsuit and we all went to court and pull up all the papers and they found that the builder had swindled a lot of people who were stuck with paying the mortgage on the land with no house. And boy, did I thought I learned my lesson then to listen to my gut. So this is a little bit of reflecting that I'm doing. And other things happened since that time where once again my intuition spoke. And what did Gwen do? She started reasoning that away. What I, what I do very often is I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. And quite recently, I was online and met, uh, you know, we were interacting with other entrepreneurs online. And by interacting, there was a, a sense that I got from looking at this particular person online. And I thought, huh, that doesn't seem quite right. And then I, after interacting for quite a bit, there were other people, entrepreneurs, who knew this person who started, you know, saying, well, you know, that person's a really wonderful person. This is what the person is doing and all of that. And I started let my guard down. Started believing, started trusting. No, there was no big investment of money. But here I was investing my time and my energies in that direction. And I discovered, you know, because I had said after that one big incident that this would never happen to me again. Where I find myself wanting to do that is to give people the benefit of the doubt because I don't believe, I still, it's still hard for me to believe that people can be purposely, willfully mean and cruel and manipulative and, you know, sway things in their direction. I still have a little trouble doing that, even though my flags are up much higher now and I'm beginning to trust my gut. But this was something recent. And I thought, I thought you had gotten over that, Gwen. I thought you had learned to trust your intuition Instead of reasoning things away, because things are not always the way you see it. But when you get that gut sense, 
Trust it. So now what I want to really ask you is this. Are, are you getting a gut sense about something? Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a business. Maybe it is a transaction that you need to do, like mine with a house that I transacted. What is it that you're getting a gut sense of? I don't believe that that gut sense is any accident. Don't let it get away from you without you paying attention to it. Now, I'm not talking about <clears throat> you creating stuff in your head. That's completely different because you're good at that. I know I'm good at that. And I have to be very mindful, very aware, very present to my thoughts so I don't allow my thoughts to get into the way of my intuition, what I am feeling in that gut, that sense. Do you know the animals have a gut sense of what it is they need to do? They, we say we call it what? Instincts? They follow those instincts. Now, we are supposedly higher intelligent beings. And I can't help but believe that we also have those instincts. It's what I call intuition or gut. And when you learn to follow those feelings, those gut, that intuition, that hunch, is when things begin to take on a new form in your life. When you learn to ignore that gut and that intuition, you will find yourself like me in a lot of struggles, a lot of things that you could have offset had you listened to your gut. So I'm here to tell you today that whatever it is that you feel it, you're being prompted to listen to, stop and pay attention. It is not by any accident that that is coming to you. And if you feel you need to take a certain direction to start a business transaction, thank you so much for the likes, to start a business transaction with someone and you're, you're having conflicted thoughts, don't do it. Wait. Pause. Don't do it. That just was one story that I shared with you. And I can share with you a lot of stories you would think I would have learned after that one, don't you? And I didn't. I am going to be very transparent. I really did not. Because I like to reason things away. See, our intelligence is a great thing. And our reasoning skills is great. But it's not so great when it comes to trusting what you need to do. Yes, you're going to reason, you're going to pull all your facts together, you're going to pull all your data together, and you're going to look and examine that data. And after you have applied reason, and you have tried to come to a conclusion on what you need to do about that particular thing, go inside and check in with your gut. Trust me on that. You need to check in because... That gut is never, it never will lead you in the wrong place. What will mess you up is getting up in here and taking on this conscious thinking. 
because that gut is, I believe that gut is deeply connected to the divine. And so you get a download on what you need to do. This mind here is connected to what we were taught, what other people external to us told us we need to do, what other things we saw other people going through external to us that we think we need to experience. And yet, that gut that you were given to, to provide a download for your life, you keep ignoring, like me, and I'm getting better, but we keep ignoring and like butting our toes up against that stone and suffering the wound only to wake up and repeat it. So I'm no longer going to do that. That is my resolve to you, my friends, that I am not going to go against my deepest intuition that I was provided with that will guard my life. I've proven it over and over and over and over again. Every time I go against that intuition, it doesn't work out every single time. And when I do follow it, it's really, it's, it's great. So your task is to be able to determine the difference between whether you are allowing your conscious mind to reason the path for you to follow, which may not be all wrong. But once again, I say the final, final say on all of that is your gut sense. I see my friend, intuitive or innate senses are the unfiltered truth, usually reached during meditation. Absolutely, absolutely. Filtered from outside influence, more especially Western philosophical thought. Well, you know, the outside influence should not be the main director of your life. Boy, have I learned that. You know, and as I said, I have messed up too many times just doing that. So thank you for that contribution, brother. And I there there are a lot of other things that I wanted to say, but I see it's 3.20 already, and I don't want this to go on much longer. Tomorrow I'm going to come back, and I'm going to continue this topic here. Thank you for those likes. I appreciate that. See them exploding across the screen. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to talk with you about some of my experiences this week, last week, that is. Um, at my conference, and also us, you, you inside, like continuing this topic of your inner self, your intuition, and with how you may be living somebody else's life instead of yours. So I, that's a topic that, that is so dear and near to my heart now for all the things that I've been discovering recently in my life and for all the wonderful people that I've been having conversations with. I just really am so blessed and so grateful for this moment. And I'm grateful for having gone to Florida and to come back here, even though my voice is like a, a frog. But anyway, <laughs> that's just the way it is. So friends, what can you do? How can I leave you today to ponder? 
here's what I would really love for you to ponder. And for those of you who watch this later, do leave your comments. I really love to see them. And ponder this, that you are a spiritual being and that you were given internal an internal compass, an internal guide to guide you to making the choices that are going to be best for you in your life. And whenever you're going to venture on any huge task, you can bring in your reasoning if you want. You can bring in the intellect and the final, final say is, what does your gut say? What does your intuition say? Check in with that in it feelings because when you do that, my friends, I can tell you that a lot of the mistakes that you make probably will be circumvented by doing that. So thank you. I don't know if you have any questions or comments <clears throat> for me, but... I appreciate this. I just appreciate, you know, one of the things that really makes me feel good just as I close out here is the schedule was really hectic this last week. And I could have easily said, you know what, I'm not going to do this. I'll just put it off. But I had committed to doing it. So I'm really feeling very grateful that I allowed myself to continue to take on all of the things without dropping the ball in the midst of all of this. I may not have been able to get back to all of the emails. I, I hinted I was away in them. But, you know, I can do that now. Now that I'm back. And I'm grateful that the ball didn't drop when I was gone. And I am so grateful for you joining me here today. And you have the most amazing day. And can leave your comments below. And love you. Thanks for joining me. And I will see you tomorrow at 3 p.m.